here working on a, uh, a new logo for like for myself. Crap! What the hell did I do? But about to stop working on this, obviously, because so I can focus on uh, the show. I don't I don't know what's happening. Thing things are happening that I didn't do. like trying to avoid the rona trying to avoid death that's uh that's the goal sir but we're not gonna take up too much of anybody's time tonight we're gonna get right into things very interesting episode as we are now in the midst of one of my favorite times of the year nfl free agency um but we're gonna actually hold off on that till the back back end of the episode because i'm sure uh you're like me, Charles. You got a, you got a lot to say about the uh, about the off season. Yeah, but, it's uh, been interesting so far from what I've seen. But I, at first, I want to get your thoughts on the uh, the new expansion for the division. How did you uh, how you been enjoying that so far? I know we've played you know quite a few missions together. It's a lot of fun, man. I'm glad they actually made it difficult. A lot of people right now are like bitching about um, about you know bullet sponges for the computers and stuff like that but i personally like it because you're going to reach a level to where it'll not take as much to kill enemies and it time efficiently it's better but overall for the game i don't think it's better so i'm really glad that they made it like it is it's really challenging at first which is a lot of fun it makes for feeling great once you complete it because <laughs> it takes so damn long and it's so hard at first but it's good though i like it i like everything they've done i like the i like the bosses i like the i don't like the battles but the battles are fun once you're done with them so um i gotta play more of it i gotta beat um aaron still but other than that like I, i'm pretty satisfied with it so far how about mr what do you mr. think of it Kina. Dude, I mean, pretty much, pretty much everything that you said. Uh, I so this this is kind of my thing when it comes to to shooting games or just war games, whatever you want to call them. I've always kind of felt because I think me and you talk about this too a lot since we normally play Battlefield compared to Call of Duty. It's like, how do you actually gauge like how much damage to to cause in a firefight? Cause obviously, like realistically, you get shot by like one bullet. Like you're not you're not in good fucking shape. Like <laughs> so no. so like 
you have a game like the division which you know to you know kind of connect what i was saying is like you have a game like the division and you know me dude i, I probably i probably like i made a new character and got it up to like you know level 3500 within like a week or so so mm-hmm. like that was that was like that was like fairly easy to do so playing like this expansion like was so much more challenging from day like all the way through like the boss fights were challenging the end like i died so many times and it, and like it was great like to me to me from the aspect of like having breezed through the initial base portion of the game i thought that having um having that the expansion be more challenging it, it was it was a nice change of pace i Dude, think it that was uh, fun yeah it was com- it was so fun especially the keener fight man cuz it it was one of those i really wasn't expecting it to go the way that it went and you and you fought pretty much every aspect of what they had been adding into the the game over time so i i enjoyed that um they made the battle so like intricate too about things you had to do and like a lot of it was a lot of big boys with shields too right which is why i felt like a lot of people thought it was like bullet sponging i mean so so that yeah. so that's like, kind of like where i was getting to with my point though is, is um to kind of wrap up what i was saying and then you can um finish what you were saying is so how exactly do you make a game like that challenging without making them bullet sponges because the uh, the alternative is the base game which is was like all right one headshot you're dead like are are your are your all your armor's gone another headshot you're dead and that was even for very like you know what was it elite elites as i guess as you as you would call it i don't know man i, I don't know when the verbiage got so uh there's like a there's really like a fucking term for everything now bro like i'll be listening to, i'll be listening to people who are like you know like pros at games and shit and it's like, dude, when when did we stop calling people just like bosses? Like, when was it just like the boss fight? Like, it's like the elite and like cronies and uh, anyway. But, but yeah, man. So uh, that's all I was saying is like just to kind of wrap that up is like how how exactly do you like do you think like you you make it challenging in a game like a RPG that's based off of like roles to my understanding and and like the damage, like how do you actually make it challenging without making them bullet sponges especially in the division which is is different from pretty much any game that i that i could play that's that type of game like our urban type of shoot like warfare shooter well Literally, what i noticed shooter. a lot was too was that you know the grenade launcher the 50 cal like specials like that like the perks yeah i yeah the perks like i use okay. my grenade launcher but it like in a group of people, there were bosses. It was I forgot which fight specifically it was, but like I didn't do shit. <laughs> it maybe knocked him down a little bit, and I thought I was like, okay, that's good. That thing's not overpowered. So my thought process was that the weapons are actually balanced, being that it's taking a while to kill people like a boss, like it should. Right. It doesn't take long to kill regular people, which is fine. But it takes a while to kill bosses, which I feel like is what everyone what everyone is bitching about. And people like purple people, like they're right. purple for a reason. They don't take as long as bosses, but they don't take as long as regular people. Like that's the point of them. <laughs> and so I, I I feel like I feel like it's I feel like it's fine. No, I agree, man. I did. I tell people all the time like video games used to be harder. Just 
just off rip. Like you can still like I like even I was playing I was playing Halo on normal earlier and like I was even I was running around like which is what you're supposed to do, but I was still like you know, your shields get knocked, your health gets low. You still die because, you know, you might get a little cocky and run up on a hunter and motherfucker like smacks you across the the map. Like and it's like that, that if you game get cocky, you're screwed. <laughs> right. But I mean, like, you can do that even now in the division. Like, not once once you get leveled up, like, you can you can always do that. Like, there, at no point during the Halo game, and again, because it's a different type of game, like, the game just gets harder. Like, if you put it on Heroic, like, you're, you're definitely going to die. You put it on, like, yeah. Legendary, like, dude, you might as well just expect to die, like, all the time. Well, that's such a different. Hey, those those are such different games in this one though. Like this one, you have things for healing and stuff like that. Whereas in Halo, you really don't, unless you stumble across a health pack. At least Which, in the early Halos. Yeah, but that but that's like that's my point. Yeah. Like, and then like the on the online, like before Halo Reach, like think of how. And my eyes, I mean, I, I I get it, man. Think things evolve. Like you know, I, I don't I don't ever want to be one of those guys that like I don't. I don't think things should evolve or things should get better. But then like like with Madden for instance, like the abilities that they have in this year that make that make the game like ridiculous. It's like I, I feel like it moves to like this like arcadey type of feel when you're playing something and it's like dude, I'm trying to play something more of a simulation. Or even if it is arcadey like which was my point with Halo cuz Halo is like a ridiculous game. But that was like before you put abilities, like everybody kind of has like a fair chance to get kills. I mean, everybody has the same, everybody has the same thing available to them. So like when you when you see a dude going off, it's like, dude, that dude's just a boss. Like it's not it's not like it's not like he has an ability that makes him better or like his ability. And like I said, it, things are just more intricate now. Like so, it, so it is what it is. But for me, it was like I, I always felt like games were a little bit more balanced back then because it's like, all right, dude, you're playing the same shooter that I am. I don't really have an ability. Like, I just have a gun. I, the gun might be different than yours, and it might even like generally like some guns are powerful, but it's they're slower. Like, but I mean, you know, Halo had those weapons that were overpowered, obviously, like you know the sword, like the plasma sword, gravity yeah. hammer. Dude, I hated the abilities in Halo Reach when they or Halo, or Halo Reach or three or whatever. Whenever they yeah, came it was out. it was Reach. Yeah, the armor lock bullshit was annoying. <laughs> and that, and that's what I mean, man. Like it, it's one of those things. Like I, I get it. You're trying to you're trying to innovate, but I I always felt like even even Gears, like Gears has changed so much over the years because not only have they tried to innovate it, but like a lot of those things haven't worked. So it's like they've tried to learn from their mistakes and like also build on some of the things that they have integrated. But to so me, some of the things that, that people were like, okay, like this is okay. They just try to build on it in a positive way. Right. Which is good. Which like for me is like, okay, like I like it. Like, but now it's like Gears is so different from I remember, which is like Gears just felt like such a grounded shooter. Like, especially Gears 1, Gears 2, like, it was literally just one of the best pure shooters I think I've, I've ever played. The way the way the movement feels, like, the combat, it's gritty. Um, I just, mm -hmm. like, I loved it. Like, it, it, was just a, it was just a great game. And then, obviously, like, I, I don't know, man. I, I just think it, it, it kind of tried to appeal more to 
the consumer than the fan base, which it is what it is, man. I, I get it. You need to make more money. And uh, you're always trying to find ways to make more money and also and also play to your, your core fan base. But I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel like yeah. you, know, you got to stick to one. Like, I mean, it is what it is, but or just make a new game. Don't don't make something gear six and then like you know have it, yeah. have it so like people are expecting something and then it doesn't turn out to be that. Um, yeah. But since we are talking about innovating, I think that leads into a good part of our like you know next topic, which would just be like Call of Duty Warzone. Love it. <laughs> How? Yeah, pretty much. I'm even gonna ask how you feel it. It's all that's needed. <laughs> no, dude, it's freaking awesome. I mean, I do hope they come out with another map and four players in a squad at some point. But other than that, I mean, I think it's. I mean, it's pretty fun. I mean, it's just regular battle royale, just Call of Duty with your weapons. I love how they like put their own twist on it, though, with the with the, like the drops that you can get. From the little shopping shopping cart things, I love that, and I love the gulag. I like how you can get a second chance, and things like that, not just when you're done, you're dead. Um, I guess for those that don't know, uh, it differs. Call of Duty really puts itself on a new level here because in Fortnite and in like PUBG. There's once you're dead, you're you're done. Um, in Call of Duty, they put like this little twist on it where you can go to a gulag and one v one someone in in a gunfight match, same weapons, everything like that, and uh, the winner goes gets to go back in the game. Um, also, you can be revived from your teammates by picking up cash and stuff like that too. You can buy your own weapon loadouts and all that stuff, man. So I think that all that stuff is what makes it in my opinion, better than PUBG and Fortnite. There's none of that building bullshit like there is in Fortnite. It's just you see someone and shoot them. I do feel like they'll get rid of thermal sights, though, but that's not really a big deal. <laughs> Have you, Are there um are there quests in Fortnite? Like, there's not, like, missions and stuff like how there is in, uh, like, Call of Duty. Um, there's not really that, but that's, but there's certain things that you do in Fortnite to, uh, go along with your season pass to get extra, like, XP. There's, like, weekly stuff you can do. Got it. Okay. No, man, I, uh, you know, I, I think I played the Fortnite, like, I think I played Fortnite Battle Royale once or twice. Uh, I, I don't, I haven't, I didn't play it too much. I played I played PUBG quite a quite a bit, not like a lot, but quite a bit. PUBG's fun, but it's just I, I like the Call of Duty version the best so far out of the three options. So really like, like Apex is okay, but um, I just like the little twists and spins that they've done with Call of Duty. I think that's great. So the so what to me might be a game changer to agree with what you just said about call of duty being better would probably be the the solos they just added see that was that was the one thing for me that i i liked about PUBG a lot was you know even when the war uh war came out i just i just didn't like that like okay if i'm playing by myself and i don't want to play with other people 
that I have to pretty much have a squad because like I'm always going to be one v three or yeah. or something along those lines. So now so now it's like now that there's solos, it's like I don't really I don't really know I don't really know if I can say like PUBG's in trouble, man, because Warzone's really good. Like I like I agree with you on that. Like um, if they add, they added the 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 ones the solos, and if they add the four player like like one two three four player options like it's it's toast. hundred <laughs> like, percent, like, bro. I love I love four player just because we have a, people that we can add as a fourth, and I think an extra pair of eyes is good. It doesn't really seem like to me it really with hundred and fifty people it's not going to make a difference if there's three people or four people, as long as everyone has the option for that. Like, I don't see what big deal it would make Fortnite with four people at 100 players and PUBG with four people at 100 players. So I don't see what really the big deal is. I mean, you know a crap ton of people are playing it. There's always going to be singles, doubles, triples, and quads that are looking looking for matches. So there's not going to be an issue finding games for squads of four and three, two, and one and you know so on but that's literally the only complaint that i have is that there's not enough for four people i guess that's just because we there's usually always a force that we could add so no nah, i don't i don't have anything different to add to that brother I, i'm with you on uh but the solo is definitely the better one to bring in right now if they're going to release it separately for whatever reason. <laughs> like you definitely needed to have the solos first. Yeah, I'm really I'm really interested to see the the future of this because honestly man, I I think I think this is probably the most fun I've had playing Call of Duty. Like I'm always excited to play Warzone whether or not I, you know, obviously I haven't won yet, so um yeah but we every talk about that. yeah yeah I, I was just gonna leave it at that but um <laughs> but it's just so fun man like the from dropping in to the way that you know it just feels like call of duty but on like a massive scale and it it just it's so much more challenging to me than playing a regular domination or or you know, team deathmatch where everybody knows the map, everybody's camping. You know, every time that you play Warzone, you pretty much have are forced to go a different place. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure, like at this point, there's some familiarity with the with the map, but there's still not a time where you can be like, all right, I'm gonna jump into here this time and survive all the way till the like. Is you can't do that. Like every every time you jump in, you gotta have a different strategy that changes depending on. The situation of the map um and as i said up until recently now that they're solos you know you don't have to worry about you know actually running into a whole team of people so that's something i didn't really get around to it today but probably over the next few days i'm gonna play um i'm gonna play some of that because uh yeah that that solo sounds like where i need to be at while you guys are in a, are working yeah, I mean, the thing, too, is you can drop wherever the hell you want, but you're never going to know where everybody is. And exactly. And that's the kicker. <laughs> You'll pull a Sean the other day, and uh, 
run inside a house and there's just a dude eating a sandwich in a closet in like the wait, closet with the door closed like yeah get out of here <laughs> i gotta love it you can still it's just take, wild can take the take the camp out the player but uh <laughs> that sh- that shit was ridiculous can't that take the camp out it's like what's up bro i, I wouldn't even mad I wouldn't have even been bad if that was me. But I was just like, really, dude? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you gotta... I've never I've never been against catching your breath and, like, laying out the situation, which obviously, like, doesn't really happen in regular games of Call of Duty. Normally, guys are camping at one spot um, or finding they have their camping spots all over the map. Here, here it's kind of obviously you can't just run out all willy-nilly if you're not trying to get like shot and erect them so kind of have to sometimes survey the survey the situation see if anybody's following you listen plan plan some stuff out so as I said that's a, just another reason I love um warzone definitely yeah. a game changer to me. Oh, for sure. I don't even miss playing regular Call of Duty. I'm content just playing that until we get a win. We've gotten how many second places now? And third places and top 10 finishes. <laughs> I want to like say a good, a good 10, good 10 at least. We're, we're due. It's literally probably about a third of the time that we're getting in the top 10. Facts, bro. All right, man. So uh, let's move on to to our what we do. The it's NFL. Time. It is time. Welcome, welcome back. Um. So yeah, man. What are uh, top three top three signings so far? I mean, I will absolutely have to say DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals was the top three for them. That's huge. Yeah, that was um, an excellent. Uh, excellent trade. Yeah, I mean, Not for the you Texans. really don't even we. Yeah, the Texans screwed up well, a lot. Um, I think Stephon Diggs to the Bills isn't bad. It's probably not great for him, but it's good for the Bills to have him there. Um, Josh, if Josh Allen can, you know, hit Stephon Diggs like he's going to be open, especially playing Miami's trash defense twice a year um i definitely think i definitely think that'll be okay i was i was at first i thought stefan Diggs' career was going to be over then i really sat down and thought about it and i was like well that's actually not bad the bills were decent last year and then without any wide receivers and adding him it can't get worse so <laughs> you know and then third you know i'm gonna have to be uh selfish here and say you know Blake Martinez and um, Thackrell going to the Giants is definitely going to help our defense in the center at least um, what about you what are your what are your top three um, well first I'm going to have to agree with uh, your first one about Hopkins to the Cardinals uh I think me and you discussed it on a previous podcast about how well we thought Kyler Murray did 
So I'm mm-hmm. going to go ahead and yep. just reiter- reiterate that because I, I thought he had a great season. And now that he's getting literally a top three wide receiver in the NFL, um, that's that's awesome. Um, their, their team, not to mention, you know, they have cap room. And uh, I think they have some decent picks this year. I know they definitely have a top 10 pick. So um was a definitely a, a good move for them. Next would probably have to be man. It's hard. There's some decent ones. There is, man. It's so hard. I probably have to say Bridgewater going to the Panthers. Um Really? Why is that? Because I thought I thought he was done after he tore his ACL. Um and especially because you know, generally, generally scrambling quarterbacks don't last at all, or they get like even Taysom, Taysom Hill, you know, has made a career for himself doing you know, literally everything other than being a quarterback. Were you through a touchdown last year? I mean, obviously he can throw, but I mean, as you know, there's there's plenty of guys that used to be quarterbacks that yeah. end up becoming like a tight end or end up becoming something else, you know, in college. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically him, because obviously you know he went to Louisville before Lamar Jackson, which uh, I don't know how many people remember that. But uh, yeah, he he had a great college career, and he was pretty much doing the exact same thing that Lamar did in college. So coming to the NFL and tearing your ACL, like if J- Lamar tore his ACL, like I honestly believe he'd be in trouble. Um, not because I don't think he's a good passer, but he even Teddy Bridgewater was even more of a pocket passer than he was. Um, not that he didn't run a lot in college because even Tebow ran a lot in college. So, I mean, that doesn't really, that doesn't really say too much. Um, I just, I just think for him to get cut pretty much be a backup, still be a backup and then end up getting, I mean, he got a $20 million deal as a, as a backup. I don't know. Right, but also a lot of that goes to the squad he had too. I assume so. So I think, well, I also don't know. I don't. I don't know how the Panthers are going to be, but I think the Panthers are better offensively than the Saints were last year. I just think Sean Payton's a better coach. So that's true. I mean, think about it. Look at look at the the Panthers' offense. I mean, minus minus Greg Olson, you got Christian McCaffrey, who's a, who's just a monster. DJ like DJ Moore, um, who is a like streaky. A, yeah, but I mean, it was his first year, so. Yeah. Um, and then I can't think of the other dude that they had, and I have him on my team. <laughs> but anyway, um, the Saints pretty much had Michael Thomas, like even Alvin Kamara just. Wasn't really doing much, nothing, but Michael Thomas was, was obviously like such a nasty receiver that he pretty much was unguardable, and their defense was way better than the Panthers' defense. And that's the thing; like, I think the Saints are still going to be better than the Panthers next year on defense, especially losing Keekly. Um, after losing Keekly, so we'll yeah. see how that goes. But they lost pretty Keekly much- and Thomas Davis too. Yeah, because he, he was, was yeah he he was a little older so 
Yeah. Not that he wasn't good, but I, I assumed he, he was, was gonna, at the point of his presence was more was more of a factor. <laughs> right. But yeah. So, but anyway, I'm you know I was just happy to see him get a. He seems like he's gonna get a chance to start again. Um. So that's dope. And then the last one, which hasn't been announced yet, but we've discussed it in the group chat, would be uh, potentially if Brady goes to the Bucks, which sounds like it's happening. So I'm incredibly interested to see how this does because if <laughs> he does bad, that's going to validate everything that, I, that I've believed for years. About that Brady. Is the system, not the player. I mean, obviously yeah. the player is a part of it, but it really I mean, will. It'll really prove the theory, though, on whether the whole Tom Brady New England reign was because of Bill Belichick and his system, or whether I mean, not that Tom Brady's not a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but every quarterback, every system has its way to enhance even more than natural talent that a person may have. I just, I just always, feel, I always feel like sports is just different, man. Like, and especially being, a, being an athlete, like, or a former athlete, and you know, you being a former athlete, like, I, like I, I'm, I always feel like the interest, the intricacies of like the sports that, like basketball, soccer, baseball, like all of them are just so different, on like an athlete standpoint that it's like, football to me. I don't want to say it's easier from like a, a tactical standpoint compared to other to other sports, but for me it's like okay, as a baseball player, like how the, how the fuck do you game plan against like the best pitcher in the league? Like how do you how do you like you what are you gonna like telegraph his pitches? Like you, you are psychic. <laughs> like I mean it, it's it's impossible. You can't. You can't game plan for the type of pitch somebody's going to throw, and not to mention it's coming at you like 100 miles per hour. So, like, short of you being like a Mike Trout, like, the average dude is like, dude, you're fucked. Like, you're not, you're like, you're barely, you're probably, and also, like, you know, baseball, like, you get so many chances to get a hit, and like, you rarely hit, you rarely hit it, like, ever. Like, that just speaks to how, like, how hard it is. And not saying that football isn't hard, but again, like, basketball. Like, how do you game plan for Michael Jordan or, or a Kobe or a LeBron? Like what? 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 What do you go practice to stop a dude like that? Like, and that kind of is what it goes back to being great quarterbacks. Great quarterbacks are always a part of the system, and not saying that like great players aren't, but like Marshawn Lynch, for instance, like one of our favorite players. How do you game plan for a dude like yeah, all right, we're gonna call a play, and this dude's literally gonna be exactly where you are, but he's gonna like run through you. Like no, so it doesn't matter that we called a great play. Like this dude is a like gonna drag like our entire team like an extra fucking ten fifteen yards. Like he's gonna drag yeah. five. Like how do you how do you game plan for that? Versus a quarterback, which not saying again that quarterbacks aren't technical, but like dude, quarterbacks go go back and like they have game they have game film to watch. Like yeah. it's not like it's not like you're guessing what type of pitch is gonna is gonna like do. All teams runs a certain amount of play, like certain plays. They run them every single game. Like they practice them every single game. You can go back to another game and see a play that a, a team is going to run against you, especially if you play them more than once a year. So like that—that's the thing for me. Like Belichick, which is why New England is so fucking good, 
It's like, dude, Belichick can play a team like once once a season or not at all. They'll play that team in the playoffs, and for whatever reason, that entire game plan is built to fucking shut the other team down. Like, it doesn't matter if Brady does good or 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 he doesn't. Because how, how often does Brady ever have to throw fucking 500 yards to, for them to win a game? Like, not it, it's not going to happen. Often. Now, versus going to Tampa Bay, like, this is pretty much a pass-first offense. Brady has never been in a pass-first offense. He is a quarterback that has passed a lot in certain games. But you're talking about, like, Bruce Arians is known for getting quarterbacks crushed. He was the Steelers coach beforehand where Ben Roethlisberger had the, had the most sacks of his life. Got Kurt Warner killed a bunch of years out there fucking in Arizona. <laughs> like, got Jameis killed, uh, like... Last year, and he also and was the leading the leading touchdown uh, interception thrower last year. Had Jameis so shook, he was just throwing at the other team. Not to mention that a, I, I think his eyesight was bothering him for a long time. So now that he got LASIK uh, this offseason, I'm interested to see. Because somebody's, I'm pretty sure, going to pick him up. Um, I'm interested to see how he does. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I want to see, I want to see how Brady does in a new system. I mean, uh, and he's... Got probably his best receiving core ever. Yeah, I was about to say that the he has better receivers than before. A monster, a monster tight end, like an OJ and OJ Howard. Um, if he can stay healthy, and yeah. I mean, I'm not sure how Tampa's defense was last year, but I don't think it was very good. I know Shaquille Barrett was balling out. Um, he actually got a, a new contract. But um, I'm very interested to see how it is. So that's probably my 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 last one. But as you stated, man, it, it's definitely a a difficult. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. You know, Robert Robert Quinn going to the Bears, Corey Littleton going to the Raiders. That was that was almost a strong runner up. Was Corey Littleton going to the Raiders? Because um, I'm I'm interested in the uh, the Gruden experiment going on over there. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah. So, I don't know, I mean, man. We'll, like, we'll see what happens, though. We'll definitely, I mean, especially the Brady situation, we're definitely going to be talking about it a lot, I feel like. So, coming up, if we ever have an NFL season. Oh, um, yeah, I'm sure they'll have an NFL season. They'll probably just do with... Uh... Oh, I know, I know they will, but... It's like, do you know how terrible it's going to be for it to just be a quiet stadium and then Chris Collinsworth? I might not even watch. If Chris Collinsworth is up there just by himself, man. I'll listen with the sound <laughs> off. Just mute that shit and just keep going with your day. Oh, a couple other uh, couple other transactions I wanted to ask you about since we're uh, we're talking on here. What do you think about, for one, we'll start with this one. What do you think about the Falcons cutting Devonta Freeman? Um, I mean, it is what it is, really. He was hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I don't blame them. He's a damn good running back. But if you can't stay healthy, then you're not helping your team. So yep. that's my blunt truth about it. I mean, he got hurt. Midway through the Super Bowl, which I'm pretty 
which I always feel like was the reason they lost the the first domino, as you may. Yeah. Um, but then, so then the other thing was, but yeah, I, I agree with you, bro, on everything you just said on that one. What do you think about since the other the other side of that coin of Bridgewater getting signed is uh Cam Newton supposed to getting traded? So did any, any any places you think he might go? Uh, maybe the Bears. Yeah, that that's that's a that's been a rumor for a while, and uh, they'd be pretty stupid to not get Cam if he's open. I mean, anything's better than Mitch Trubisky. Dude, Trubisky so is so that. so terrible, bro. So bad. Dude, he's literally. Yeah, I'm not even gonna go into details on it, but he's terrible. <laughs> at least, at least last year he was terrible. He's he's been bad ever. I I don't know, man. Like I, I know he didn't do too bad his first year, if I'm not mistaken. No, it's that that was a surprising thing is how much he's regressed. Yeah, but there's got to be take. a point in time where you just say, "All right, like you're not it," and then, I mean, as long as Cam Cam Newton basically had the year off, so I assume his body's pretty healthy, and you know that's a big part of his of his game is his running and getting tackled. So, I mean, if he's feeling good, then, you know, you have, like, Allen Robinson over there who's – he. I mean, I think he's a pretty good wide receiver. Um, See, the good thing with the Bears, too, is they're, they're such a passing team, and they already have – I mean, not a passing team, like a running team. And, and they already have quite a few people in place. Like, uh, I know they, they signed, like, Trey Burton last year. Like they have yeah, Allen Robinson, yeah. uh, like Riley Ridley. Um, they got David Montgomery. Uh, you know, last year he had a pretty, like a pretty decent season. Um, and then on top of that, they have Tariq Cohen, who I think is really good. On top of that nasty ass defense that they have, so like making a making a move for. I mean, they regressed a little bit this year, but I mean, as as I said, like. This is the time teams get better. So I mean, trading a trading a pick to get a short quarterback who's definitely on the trade market, like Cam, and if he's coming back, he's as he said, like a hundred percent healthy, and you mm-hmm. run a physical for him, and he's a hundred percent healthy. Yeah, like you, you trade that first or whatever, whatever you're trading to get him, and no, like no qualms about it, because I mean, Cam, Cam is such a. His, like he's such a like a boss like physically i think he's a good quarterback too don't get me wrong but his his body yeah. type is is so durable like he's just like he's a he's a boss like he's a he's a hoss of a player of a quarterback so like he can take a lot of hits and even as his game like you know he's not he doesn't run as much like he can still be like a like a big ben almost with the way like his 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 game is he's but hard in, to take down yeah but in better shape Mm-hmm. So absolutely, I agree. But yeah, bro. Uh, if it's okay with you, I think uh, it's a good spot to wrap it up. Yeah, that's, that sounds fine. I just got a just got a text from Sean asking what we we're doing, so I, I assume he wants us to carry him some more. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah, I mean, we know we have to help Sean in shooting video games, so. 
time to tend to our, our second job. But all right, everybody, we'll uh, hopefully be back. Well, I'm sure we'll definitely be back next week because uh, we're pretty much quarantined inside. So everybody uh, be safe. If you have any questions, please email us. I uh, should be back up streaming at some point. Um, hopefully soon, figuring that stuff out. But anything you'd like to say to the... Work gets canceled, I'll be streaming with you. Which is a very good possibility. But that's it. Stay safe out there and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week.